Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Boom. And there it is. Wireless on the most reliable network nationwide. That's cool. But with my wireless, I get unlimited for just 30 bucks. Impressive. But does yours have 5G included? Of course. And my wireless saves me 400 bucks a year. <clears throat> That's because you all have Xfinity Mobile with your internet. It's wireless so good, it keeps one-upping itself. $30 per line per month. Taxes and fees extra. Compares pricing of top carriers. Xfinity internet required. Reduced speeds up to 20 gigabits of usage per line. Most reliable based on root metrics. You report. Results vary. Not an endorsement. Reviewers, this episode of the JB and Benny Blue Review podcast is brought to you by our fine sponsors, starting with Brave New Urban. Brave New Urban is the design studio with the entrepreneur in mind. Visit bravenewurban.com to learn about their web design and logo design services, or just simply look at the great work they lace us with on our new logo and branding. That's right. Go to bravenewurban.com and use promo code THEREVIEW and get 30% off your first project. Go to bravenewurban.com and use promo code THEREVIEW to get 30% off your first project. And of course, we are brought to you by Pacific Home Buyers. Have you inherited a home or property? Are you going through pre-foreclosure? Pacific Home Buyers helps homeowners in all 50 states get cash. That's right, cash for their homes. And their deals close within 7 to 14 business days. Visit packhomebuyers.com. That's P-A-C-homebuyers.com. Or call 323-963-3417. That's 323-963-3417 for more information on how they can help you get cash for your home today. Woo! Let's go. Let me tell you how good Giannis is. It's hard to imagine. Ryan Hollins, imagine a guy your size, but really good at basketball. Like, think about that for a second. Recording. Five, four, three, two, one. It's the review. It's the review. Yeah. Uh-huh. What you gonna do? Yeah. What you gonna do on the review? What's wild on you, brother? Back like we left something. Mm-hmm. Because we What's did. What's reviewers? We left you hanging. And we didn't mean to. Oh, yeah. We, mm-hmm. we left you hanging. And you're in for some more quality content, which you're going to get on this goddamn episode. Yeah. From sea to shining sea. Yeah. Oh, reviewers, how we doing? Yeah. How we feeling? Uh, follow us at JB mm. and Benny Blue. Please um, shout out to our fine sponsors, Brave New Urban and Show Pacific Home Buyers. JB and Benny Blue Review.com. We're unavailable yeah. on all streaming platforms, all that yeah. good shit. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man. Um, yeah. Bizzle Man, how are we feeling? You, you sipping sip a little dilly, enjoy, enjoying your day. You had camp. Camp yeah. went well. Shout from what out, I understand, our pattern production meeting. Shout out to the Gilbert High School Tigers who had a phenomenal Gilbert. camp at NAU. That's Northern Arizona University and the beautiful Flagstaff, Arizona. Mm-hmm. Approximately 7,000 miles above sea level. I was uh, just about to say that a little elevated practice. Pretty, you know, pretty awesome out there. Nice. We saw some beautiful weather. We saw some beautiful scenery. Uh, it is phenomenal. Uh, had a great camp. Uh, really, the kids learned learn to compete. Uh, we're kind of changing the culture at Gilbert. Me and some of the newer coaches that are there, just mm-hmm. older guys that have been there. We're, we're agreeing to do things a little bit different as far as you know, what I'm saying pushing the kids to another level. And do it. Coaching way more aggressive, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, tough so love, if you will. Tough love. Bruce Aaron's motto is I coach them hard and love them harder. And that's what I do. Uh, and that's what we're all trying to do. So, uh, But we're getting good responses from the kids. That's one thing our kids will do their work. Uh, they got a good senior class. And proud of those kids. And, and man, they, they work their butts off and they're ready to work some more starting this Wednesday, the 20, what is that, 25th? 
Yeah, it's Wednesday the 25th. We're starting back on the field work. Uh, I have a scrimmage in about eight days, nine days. Ooh, and it's about to get about to get busy. You know, uh-huh. football season, man. You know what I'm saying? It's here now. It's here now. That time of year. It's upon it's us. Yeah, so where the kids, especially especially high school, college, this is where you know team starts coming together. This is this is this is this is the best time of year because this is the true. Mm. You can really tell from this time of year what kind of season you're gonna have. This is the this is the gut check part of the year at that age. When you're that age, that's like regardless of talent, like you can see what what's going to happen if they're going to buy into what you're trying to do. Especially like you said, when you're trying to change a culture. And we're going to get into that in the second half of the show when we go in on uh, Last Chance You. That new Mm -hmm. season just dropped on Friday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Listen, I'm saying it now. I'm going to say it before we start the fucking season so we don't get a bunch of shit and comments and DMs. Hey, you fucking ruined it. You ruined it. (laughs) Uh, No, you ruined it. So reviewers, if you if you hadn't seen it, binge watch like I have. JB just right, started right. it, and uh, we're gonna get into it. That's season four. Um, but Foist, um, there was a big one of those old fashioned mega uh. fights, and uh, it went down. And I gotta be honest, um, it was a very interesting result, only for the simple fact that you had one competitor that is uh, in boxing and sports in general uh, age, pretty fucking old. And you had another cat that's, um, you know, probably could have mm-hmm. done more with the talents that he does have. Uh, of course, we're talking about um, Thurman versus Pacquiao. So that how that went down, that went down to split decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, Senator Pacquiao got the W. He was the WBA regular champion. Now he's a WBA super champion now. I don't know why they kind of do that shit. I, think it's, it's, I feel like it's just kind of to give mm. somebody a belt, but now he has the quote-unquote real belt. Um, he beat uh, JB's right. favorite uh, boxing hmm. fucking impression, Keith One Time Thurman, uh, and put him on a canvas in the first round. Um, and now it's like he's 41 years old. He has some different oh. options. You have Spence and Porter coming up in September. Uh, of course, he's been talking about this loaded welterweight um, division. Yeah. Um, but JB, I'll tell you what. I watched. I watched the whole fight live. I also mm. watched. I didn't really watch many of the other undercards other than um, Caleb Plant getting the win against Mike Lee. Now he's in the mix to fight the winner of Darrell and Benavidez. Um, so the, he, he has the IBF belt. So that's my favorite division as well, the middleweight. So I'm definitely excited to see what comes with that. But with Thurman, right, um, right. it's interesting because we kind of saw this, and we've talked about this on the review with a couple of his other fights, where, you know, he has been a little chinny. And there's been times where his his... His body has been tested in terms, in terms, <laughs> right? Chin, 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 fucking chin, taking shots chin, to the body, chin. and a lot of times he was just kind of after he would throw, yeah. he was kind of sitting there. Whereas Pacquiao, Pacquiao has a way of like hitting you like a cat. You know what I mean? Like when a cat sits up on his hind legs, does this shit. That's kind of his style, mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. that's kind of what I noticed. Mm-hmm. And now you gotta take a look mm-hmm. at Thurman and say, well, damn, well, damn, one time you, you just got beat one time, so now. I'm kind of wondering what he has to do to elevate from, right. from what you saw from the highlights. What did you see from from Pac-Man um, that you think was that you think was good and he can still do? And what did you see from Thurman where he's got to kind of go back to the drawing board and, and take his game up to the next level? I think uh, I think that that one time wasn't ready to fight a Pacquiao. Um, mm. but I don't think he was because the last fight he fought he looked very good. He won it, but it looked very good. But for him to fight, fight a, a fighter like I said, pipe like I'm Filipino. So for him to fight, to fight, to fight, to fight, to fight. So for him to fight a legend, living, walking, breathing legend in boxing, 
uh, I think it was, it was an outcome I expected. I didn't expect a split decision. So after watching most of the fight, Pacquiao was the busier fighter. Uh, he took a couple shots for one time, and one time he was a world-class fighter. Uh, champion, hell belts, you know what I'm saying? So he's, yeah, he's going to get some shots on him, man. But Pac stayed busy. He stayed active. He stayed moving. He used that little cat punch that you talk about, that 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 that, 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 that basically that running that running right cross, which he does. Yep. He hits you with that running right cross, and then he swings his left hip. Uh, and then he catches you with a left with, with with a left hook to the body usually, or you get that flurry like you talked about that 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 running flurry where he's he's running at you and he's punching you like like a street fight. Right. One time got all of that. He felt all of that. Right. Yeah, he yeah. also felt the, as you spoke about power to the body. Uh, he, the one the one situation where he caught him with a strong left straight left boom straight to the to the, to the gut. One time started running, caught him against the rope. Bop. Caught him with another hook. To the gut, and I thought one time it was gonna fold again. He basically was folded because he was like couldn't catch his breath, if you will. And it just was what it was. Manny just whooped his ass. I just be real. I don't know why it was a split decision. You know, so I guess because a couple of power shots that, that, that Thurman landed, but and they were just giving him the benefit of the doubt because again he is a champion. Mm-hmm. Nah, I think I think I think Manny just 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 tenderized him, and one time wasn't ready to fight. Him. Um, Manny is probably gonna end up fighting Porter um, because that's how Manny is. <laughs> you know, he's just mm-hmm. yeah, that's you know that's on down the road. You know, what I'm saying probably Miller next year, but yeah, it just kind of went exactly the way I thought it was. I, I I did not expect, even though I didn't watch the fight initially because uh, I was busy. I uh, I did not expect to to my my phone to chime ESPN updates and see oh keep one time Thurman defeats Manny Pacquiao no I didn't expect to see that so when I saw the the the, the outcome I was like yeah that sounds about right when I saw the split decision I was like hold on what but when again when, yeah. when I went back and watched the fight and I probably watched you know six eight rounds it, it just was what it was it, it was what yeah. it was Pac was a busier fighter uh, your boy one time just kind of stood still. Not a lot of head movement, not a lot of movement, period. That's why Pac was just able to kind of just take a shot. Yeah, and I mean, it, it's interesting because, number one, I don't think, especially at his age and his capabilities, I think I think Manny, Manny looked good, but he definitely didn't look prime good. And no, I think he doesn't want, I don't think he wants any smoke with Spence. Porter, even, I still, I you know, I still wouldn't have him beating Porter. I think his best bet would be to fight probably... Danny or Mikey Garcia, um, and I don't. Unfortunately, I don't think the Crawford fight is ever going to happen for promoter reasons. Um, and it's because you know it's like Manny, and then Manny is still kind of torn between what he what he's got to do because now he's got to go back to the Philippines and fucking bang a gavel and and do budget shit for a uh, you know as a senator and all his duties with that. Right. He's probably going to make a fucking Lord knows he's going to do a fucking uh, Celine Dion covers album or some shit. He's fucking songbird yeah. ass. Yeah, he does that too. Right, and then on the flip side, you look at Thurman, and I'm wondering if you if you agree with this. I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure you do. Thurman was undefeated, but let's be honest. We've talked about this since the day we started this podcast. Whenever we talked about boxing, right. there were some of these fighters that you know. I'm I'm not going to sit here and say that Thurman was outright propped up. Right, I don't think he was necessarily a propped up fighter. Right, but whether it was the, the Luis Colazo fight or some of the recent fights where he got rocked and he's shown signs of if he catches the right one, he can go down, right. which was proven again exactly. by a fighter. By let's be real, by a fighter that a fighter that shouldn't have put him on the canvas. Manny shouldn't have put him on the canvas if we're being real about it. Mm-hmm. But Manny's still very capable if you if you give him an opening because. 
Keith, like I said, was saying a second ago, Keith was after Keith threw his shit. Keith was never fainting him. Keith was trying to Keith was trying to throw bombs. Right. Yeah. And he was sitting there, and they got he got smackled, right. flush, and that's why he went down because it knocked off his equilibrium. It's like, dude, that's what you get for standing right there in front of the, the Filipino the Filipino fucking feline. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So with Keith, do you think he he kind of suffered from? Even though he's probably one of the best, if not the best, in terms of promoting a fight um, at this point with how he talks, how he can generate interest. I think he does a great job of that shit. But the problem is when he's actually been getting in there, these last few opponents he's had, he hasn't. He he made a really big jump. He went from kind of eh, so-so guys these last couple fights to, like you said, fighting a living, walking legend. So do you right. think ultimately that that hurt him? He's got, he's got to learn from that shit. Yeah, I think he, like I said when I, when I spoke before, he wasn't ready to fight him, man. He wasn't ready to fight him. That's a, that's a, you know, his levels to this shit. You know what I'm saying? And right. Even though one time he was a great fighter, and he's and he's you know he's proved it. But like you said, there's been some 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 some, some, some chin taps. You know what I'm saying? That kind of made us question his toughness or, or his chin. You know what I'm saying? It's like, well, is he ready for the big dogs? Because the big dogs is throwing big punches. You know what I'm saying? Well, one thing about you know what I'm saying, oh. Oh, me, oh, mean Manny, I call him. You know what I'm saying? Mean Manny still got power in that right hook. I mean, in that right cross, if you will. That's mm-hmm. still a whole lot of power coming from generating from them calf muscles. You know what I'm saying? Coming through the tip them of the gigantic right. fucking calf muscles. Pause. Come, that's fucking ridiculous. You know, this is a whole lot of power generated from them calf muscles coming through the tip of that, 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 that glove. And he still got the ability to lay you out. He still has that power. And one time, got I think one time he needs to like take a year and just condition himself back to real boxing. You know, he got hurt, went and fought that fight he fought with about less than a year ago. And, again, didn't look very good, but just beat the dude because he was just better than him. So he needs to take a year and just get himself conditioned. He needs to spar. He needs to, to get back in the gym. He needs to get stronger. He needs to do a lot of neck work. Because when you start getting your chin tapped, that means your neck weak. You know what I'm saying? Like, your, your neck, you know what I'm saying, is the reason why you can take a punch. And, you know, like, we, like everybody said, well, I can eat that. Yeah, you got a big, strong neck, and you can take that punch. You know what I'm saying? So he needs to, you know, get back in the gym and work on that strength and and, and get himself conditioned to be able to fight uh, as opposed to just box. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, he tried to fight Manny Pacquiao last night, and that's not – you can't fight Manny Pacquiao. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. you got to box Manny Pacquiao. You know what I'm saying? The only, only motherfuckers that beat Manny Pacquiao that, that, that have fought him are fighters, Mexican – South American fighters, you know what I'm saying? So, right. and then Floyd, right. you know what I'm saying, who's who's a phenomenal boxer, you know what I'm saying, who don't get hit. So it's like, yeah, you can't, you're not right. gonna just stand toe to toe and just box Manny Pacquiao. You know what I'm saying? Like, even the, even, right. even the kid in Australia that they said beat him didn't beat him. Yeah, you know what I'm exactly. saying? Manny was tapping that boy, you know what I'm saying, like a pistol on a desk. It was, it was crazy, and then they just gave him that fucking fight, you know, because you know, because the kid got busy like in the last two or three rounds out there. I still think that's what happened, but. Right, definitely, definitely some home cooking on that Jeff Horn fight too. Doubt, so yeah, you're in Australia. Yeah. Come on, man, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, man, I, I feel it. I mean, Thurman's got a lot to learn, especially like you said, um, from a conditioning standpoint, and just his defense is just very poor. Yeah, you know, he he's so, he's so focused on his offense because, like you say, he built that he built that one time rep. You know, yeah. I got the O. I'm not afraid to let it go. Which right. you know, I'm glad he stood by that. I give him credit for that. Like he right. wasn't like one of these cats. Like you know. Dipping, dipping, and, and dodging, and being cheeky with it. Like he's like, no, like for real. Like I'll, I'll fight. And it's like, you know, for him, I'm sure it's a pretty good payday. It's a good way to elevate him. And you know, 
like like we you know like you know people are gonna probably see with like an Anthony Joshua people when you're when they feel like you're kind of propped up and you lose huh. then you know people it's either you're either gonna you're either gonna fold from it or you're gonna you're gonna embrace the embrace the comeback it's very similar you know someone like Joshua has to learn how to add more to his game to not only protect himself right. but create more opportunities with his hands and right. I think Keith is a, I think Keith is gonna go back and watch this film and be like. Damn man, like I really left a lot of shit on the no, table. Yeah, no count, no, yeah, no counterpunching, no moving. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just, it's just he was really just trying to sit there and fight with the man. Uh, that's the same kind of thing. To just kind of go talk about Joshua. It's either for him, he needs to lose about 15 pounds. You know, he's still yeah. a heavyweight. You know what I'm saying? But he needs to lose about 15 yeah. pounds, and he needs to learn how to box. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to like you said, count on that. He always, you know, that's how he finishes people with that one big shot. You know what I'm saying, right. and it's like that's that's why I think Deontay Wilder has the one up on him, is that Deontay by fighting Fury, you know what I'm saying, and even before Fury, like Deontay learned how to box. You know what I'm saying, he's learning in the process, of learning how to box and use his jab and move around and and, and and use that power deceptively and use it, you know, what I'm saying more strategically than just trying to throw that big haymaker and knock a cat out in the ring, right. Joshua tried to fight Ruiz, and Ruiz literally scrapped him until he knocked his ass out. Right, looking looking like a damn plumber, fucking scraped him. Shit was awesome. Hey, I, I was at the Sandbar. Shout out to Sandbar Channel, Arizona. He was there, and I was loving the shit. Oh you know yeah, the reviewer, the reviewers remember. They remember uh, our IG yeah, story. They saw that shit. Story. I was loving it because, mm-hmm. like, I'm like, yo, this is your king. This is the one y'all talking about going whoop the bronze bomber. Nah, not this dude. Nah, he's nah, a, you, nah, you bloke. He's a coward, nah. bro. And I've been saying that shit. He's a coward, dog. Like, if you want to fight a motherfucker and you and it, and it ain't it, really, it ain't have nothing to do with motherfucking promotion and all this shit. All I had to do was oh, I'm in London, so come over here and fight. And Deontay was like, okay. <laughs> and then they was like, ah, right. well, you know what? We gotta, you know what I'm saying? Right. Let me right. let's just get some formalities. Nah, nah. He's a coward, bro. You a fucking punk. But then you come to the states to fight the dude you was gonna fight. Before he bought, he backed out the fight, and now you fight Ruiz in the states. That's what that's what made it worse because you know, uh, uh, big baby, big baby Miller gets gets pot gets pot for the juice, so he's out. Yeah. That's his original opponent, who ironically enough, I think he would have beat Miller regardless. And then he and then he fights the and then he loses. It's his U.S. debut, and then he loses to the replacement. Mm-hmm. That's brutal. Mm-hmm. That shit is brutal. That's rough. But. You know, if, I, if I'm if I'm putting on the promoter hat, it's like, okay, well, it's actually better because now if he, if if they, they they have the rematch clause against him and Ruiz, so if he comes back and he ends up if he ends up beating Ruiz, I'm pretty sure they're gonna try to do a trilogy. But at that point, you know, you got you have the um, well, Fury just fought, and then I think they're supposed to have the they're talking about the the Fury Wilder rematch in the spring a Cinco de Mayo time because yeah. I think I think Wilder is fighting Luis Ortiz again is that that's correct yeah. I think that's yeah. they got their rematch back right. which I'm gonna watch I mean that, that was a good fight but you know Ortiz might be a little, a little past his time now but we'll see you right. know because he, 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 he gave Deontay some problems the, the first time they fought mm-hmm. um, so we'll see what happens with that but at the end of the day I think 
if they can if they can finally make that shit happen in 2020 and it's got to be it's it's it, like he lost all like you said the 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 cowardly look in his eyes when he got put down two or three times you could see it in his face he, he had that it's like it's like when kids lie and they smile mm-hmm. like he had that look on his face like nah dude like you don't you don't really want to be here right like no. you don't no. but if you come back you fight ruiz you get your strap back at that point I believe you can earn the rematch with Wilder, but fuck that shit being in the UK. That shit is in America. Fuck that. He hasn't earned. That's my thing. Oh, when no, he gets no. the quote unquote mega fight, yeah. you don't. Des- it does not de- deserve to be at Wembley, even no. though Wembley is gigantic. Yeah, it's a huge you got to do that shit at like fucking like uh, be uh, AT- AT&T yeah. Stadium. It's got, or something it's like got that. to be Madison Square Garden, AT&T, or or or, 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 or fucking just some any venue, any just because the size wise, you know, any venue in the United States of America is gonna be. Bigger because you're gonna get way more TV, you know what I'm saying? Money, you know what I'm saying? Because everybody gonna be buying it, you know what I'm saying, on pay per view. So, hell, he can fight at, at, at the fucking T Mobile Arena, you know what I'm saying, in Vegas, you know what I'm saying? He can fight at, at, at MGM, you know what I'm saying? He can fight at Madison Square. Madison, Madison Square probably where it go down, you know what I'm saying? But, I mean, it don't matter. It's gotta be on US soil. You know what I'm saying? Hell, he can fight in Green Bay Stadium, motherfucker. It don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. That'd be kind of ill. Obviously, a uh, uh, time of year pending, of course. Right. But- it will be kind of dope. Yeah, man. Um, you know, so we'll we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, it was uh, definitely an interesting little crossroads with uh, your man Keith One Time Thurman. Keith, and, Keith uh, One Time Thurman. I just didn't. I, I came in the ring and I just didn't fight Pacquiao the way I should have fought him. I, I, not, you know, uh, I, I tried to hit him with some power shots and it just, you know. But Pacquiao, Pacquiao, he stayed busy and he got the hats off to him. You know, we got to go back to the dorm boy. Gotta, you got to, got to, got to get together. I love I love how our Keith kind of sounds like Mike Tyson, uh, Mike Tyson's little brother or something like that. <laughs> yeah. It's just I mean, amazing. But that's what you get, you know what I'm saying? You get, he got that soft voice, you know what I'm saying? He got that lift, you know what I'm saying? So, right, you, you know that, who got, that, you got that soft fucking, voice and that lift? Uh, you got that fucking lift and shit. Iron Mike, oh, man. Did he just have a birthday? Whose birthday? Didn't Iron Mike just have a birthday? He might have. I don't know. Uh, let me uh, let me look that shit up. Mike, was it yeah. your birthday? You got to tell us, man. Fucking Mike Tyson. Okay. Holy shit! June thirtieth. Happy happy belated birthday right. to, to I, Mike. I, I, Iron Mike Tyson, who's fifty three years old. Damn, Iron son. Mike Tyson. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Iron Mike, man. Uh, yep. Some other things that's going on in, in the news, Benny. Real quick, you know what I'm saying? Just trying to run to the people, which I think is fucked up. Uh, the Dolphins uh, detackled Norton. This kid just was just in an accident a couple about a month ago. Uh, a month or so ago, place for the Miami Dolphins. Um, he had to get his arm amputated. Right? Damn. So the Dolphins, the, the, the ESPN headline says the Dolphins wave and will not pay Norton. Yeah. Wow. That's fucked up. Wow. Like wow. That's foul as shit. The least you could have did. The man got in an accident that was that was he, no alcohol, no drugs involved. He's got an accident. Right, and the man's livelihood is ruined because one of his arms is gone. Uh, you could have gave that man the remainder of his contract, like to be like, you know what, bro? Hey, shit happens. But you a dolphin. We love you, and here's the rest of your money. You know what I'm saying? So you can be in a better situation than you would have without it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, fuck out of here, dolphins. Um, next thing that just just blowing my mind right now is uh, the rookie White, the linebacker from LSU. He lost his beloved horse. Yeah. Wow, he had a horse. He has a lot of horses, but he, the, the one that he lost 
was the one that he was riding, uh, like when they the whole draft, welcome to the NFL rookie thing, you know, seeing the whole draft coverage and all that. Uh, yeah, yeah, he had man, a like, horse. like old, like old town road shit. Yeah, he had a horse that he would ride all the time. That was it was his girl. You know what I'm saying? It's like it was like the equivalent of old yellow, right? So <laughs> the horse damn died, man. You know what I'm saying? So you know, review. We just like throw some random shit at you. You know, saying, talk a little shit about it. But uh, you know, when we come back, <laughs> mm-hmm. speaking, yeah, speaking speaking of a uh, speaking of a uh, uh, young people uh, dealing with some shit that. Uh, you know, might might not go their way. Uh, we're we're talking Man, last nice. chance you and the power of coaching and especially molding young minds that are at, that are at a very much again the theme this theme of this episode mm. seems to be the cross the crossroads of decisions, Mister Bridges. Very, the crossroads yeah. of decisions yeah, that very, can shape your life. And we're gonna get your perspective now that you're full time with with them cats out there in Gilbert, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, see how your experience has been with kids similar age groups, seventeen, right. eighteen, it's, obviously moving on to the next level. It's hopefully, it's very impressionable age. You know what I'm saying exactly, very crucial age yeah. you know, for determining what happens. So all that more. Again, I'm gonna say it again. I'm gonna say it after the break. Fucking spoiler alerts. All right, mm-hmm. so don't get mad because I already mad. told you. I'm gonna tell you three times. God damn it. Don't um, get mad. All that shit, uh, plenty more shit to come to you, reviewers, uh, right after this special advertisement announcement. You are listening to the JB and Benny Blue Review Podcast, and we'll be right back in BS. Thank you. Thank you. Thank What's up, reviewers? Have you heard about making money in real estate, but you're not sure how to get started? Now you have an opportunity to learn about the housing market while earning commission on new deals. Pacific Home Buyers is a Southern California-based real estate investment group that is seeking experience and hungry phone salespeople to help them find the best homes on the market for sale. And the best part? There's no real estate experience required. Hours are flexible, and you can earn big money on closed deals for just getting home sellers qualified. Call us now at 323-963-3417 for more information on how you can get started that's 323-963-3417 pacific home buyers your home sale starts here reviewers we're back yes. baby up in here up in here thanks for making us a part of your day you know we love it we appreciate it we really do, really you know, do. You know, we love to be able to look and see you guys checking on us i'm seeing I'm, I'm literally on our twitter right now and i keep seeing like every minute i keep seeing more and more people like jb's tweet when he's at the gym, getting it in, as you know, that's part of his routine and his ritual and letting people know that a new episode is dropping. And it's like, it's it's just, it's just always dope to see the engagement, man. Like people, people checking for us, you know, the that's love. the best shit in the world. The, the love, love, baby. I love to see the love, baby. We love when to we're see showing, love. We're showing you love, damn it. Giving you some quality content. Of course, going in on some boxing talk here in the mm-hmm. first half of the mm-hmm. show. Again, follow us at JB and Benny Blue for all your social media needs and shenanigans. Shenanigans. Um, uh, by the way, I think I'm going to start, JB, I think I'm going to start uh, doing more of those videos on our story of when people are doing ridiculous shit on the Talking Head shows, and I just mm. slow down the speed. Yes. Like when I did J- when I did Jalen Rose doing the Pelican Fly and yes. shit, that shit yes. was funny as fuck. It was me. amazing. It was amazing. Oh, you know man. What I'm saying? It was amazing. I loved it. Ryan, Ryan it. Hollins. I'll put it like this. Ryan Hollins, I got something for your ass. Pause. When you say some dumbass shit, I'm, I'm, gonna make, I'm just going to make it sound chopped and screwed and put it on fucking... Instagram story, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, like Ryan Hollis, you know what I'm saying? Like all these motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the, the one dude gives them a fucking nerve. I ain't gonna lie, the white dude that be on first take. Um, we talking about Max? No, not Max. You know what I'm saying? Max, I say. Uh, Max is triple OG. You know what I'm saying? Like he, 
He good to go. He been doing this. Oh, you talking, oh I know, never mind. Yeah, no, you talking about, about Will, Will Kane, aren't you? Yeah, it's fucking slick. Pussy. Slick Will, slick Will Kane, old, da- yeah. old Dallas. Ding with yeah. Will Kane. He's he's so fucking annoying, bro. Like, yeah, dude, I I can't stand him either. Mm-hmm. Will Will Kane? He just he just got that vibe where it's like, dude, like. Like you definitely, you definitely, you definitely say the n word in your in your. In your oh in your yeah, time. Like, easy. You, you you got that vibe. Dude. Easy, easy, easy call. Yeah, yeah he, he's definitely that guy. Like yeah, because like yeah. Ma- Max Max ain't always right, but but Max is good money as far as who he is. But like yeah, Will Kane kills me. Ryan Hollins looks like a fucking mortician. You know what I mean? Like he, he, he just, yeah, he he's so he annoying as hell too. He just yeah, I, I tweeted about. It. I said this, here's a guy. John Madden style. Here's a guy yeah, here's a guy that has that was barely lucky enough to play in the NBA. You know what right. I'm saying? He, he's probably had more 10 day contracts than, you know what I'm saying, than motherfuckers from the Rucker. Like, this, he's a guy who's played in the NBA, kissed enough ass, did an internship with ESPN, kissed enough ass, and now he's on TV as a analyst of sports, not just basketball. They was talking about football this dude the other day. Like, what gives you the fucking right? Who the fuck are you? You know what I'm saying? Hell, he Bizzle, can't. He can barely talk about basketball. Bizzle, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna do you one better. You know, you know, on a lot of our episodes, especially during football season, I'm all I'm always putting some ridiculous audio snippet to start our show. Yep. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put the audio, and I know you know what I'm talking about. It's happened like a week ago, or maybe even two weeks ago, where where Max uh, fucking buried him. About about uh, do you see that shit? Yes. Uh, they, they put it up on Twitter. That's that's gonna be our intro for this episode. Is but Max but, but, crying, the, laughing, burying Ryan the Hollins. Thing that about shit was it, the thing about it is that Max always kills this dude. Max is always on him. Like he rides this boy no homo. He's on him <laughs> like his fucking suit. He's like, like Max be rolling this boy. You know what I'm saying? It's funny as shit. So yeah, please put that on the soundbite. Yeah, it's already it's already it's already uh, on the list. So yeah, man. But fuck all that, man. Fuck all that. We, we watch these shows, you know, because we, we get we get inspiration of uh, shit that uh, what what not to do and shit to do right. And it's hey, a very fitting theme. Coach you know, you know, the fucked up part about this, Benny, is that I'm still hearing a lot of things that we say on Sundays. When we record our show. On, Monday, oh, yeah. on Mondays and Tuesdays. That magically end up in these, right. these topics. Right. On Mondays and yeah. Tuesdays, you know what I'm saying? I'm hearing uh, yeah. the most recent thing, you know what I'm saying, we talked about is, you know, is the league turning from the super team to the dynamic duo type shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ESPN's talking about the same thing the next day. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, yeah, you know, we, we know. We know. Mm-hmm. We know you're listening. It's just like, you know what I'm saying, bitches on, on, on Instagram with the fake pages, you know what I'm saying, to be looking at the stories trying to see what you're doing. Yeah, we know Yeah, we know y'all out there too, and I hope, mm-hmm. hope, I hope a few of y'all heard that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's that's a, that's the thing about social media, man. Just because they don't they don't like or retweet or comment doesn't mean they ain't watching. Oh, they looking. So, oh, they looking. Because so. out the blue, when you post something that they like, all of a sudden they go that like. You're mm-hmm. like, whoa, whoa, what, where yep. you where you come from in these? Yeah, because yep, reviewers, yep. reviewers, I see <laughs> reviewers. I see our Twitter, and we get thousands. We get thousands of impressions on our tweets each week, and mm-hmm. it's like, dude, like you see, like I'll write something like a popular writer, or like will like a reply or retweet, and it's like we we know you see this shit. Like, uh-huh. don't try to front. Uh-huh. Don't try to front. ES, ESPN right. producers. Right. Yeah. Produ- you know? Producers and motherfucking uh, idea boys. Right. When they had a board meeting, you know yeah. what I'm saying? They had a board meeting. They had all the idea guys. Now, what if we talk about this? Right. Great idea. Fuck that. Speak, speak, speaking, of ta- speaking of talking about shit. Let's that means a lot. Shit. 
You know, it's a lot, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of right and wrong. You know, in terms of decisions to be made, um, particularly with uh, young men who are currently playing um, football at a high school or college level and may have the opportunity to take it further. Right. Um, of course, we're we're talking about. The new season of Last Chance U that mm. dropped on Friday. Uh, pretty sure a lot of you listening have already, you know, spent a lot of your weekend uh, binge watching it. I know I was doing that between my shows this weekend. Um, right. I, I I finished the season, um, so the you know again I'm gonna say this for the last fucking time, so I don't get any we don't get any fucking hate mail. And again, Ugh. if you want to if you want to drop it off, 818-850-2804. Who Mike Jones? 818-850-2804. Holla at me, baby. Holla 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 holla. holla. All right, so they're back at ICC, Independence uh, Community College, which is in Independence, Kansas. Hmm. That is basically in the southeast corner of Kansas in between like Wichita and Tulsa. All right, right there, as JB said earlier, goddamn Tornado Alley and shit. Hmm. Um, it's a JUCO program, and again, it's similar to how these last other seasons were. It's like at Eastern Mississippi, where it's basically they've um, they've built a program, or essentially, as JB was saying in our patent production meeting, changing the culture to where they were sorry as hell, and then they get this cat, Jason Brown. Uh, he had coached and played um, in Compton, grew up there. Um, he played in the NFL very briefly, uh, played in college. And, um, you know, Juco coach, and he was there. And it's the second season that they were there. Uh, the first year, they had actually um, won the uh, league title, mm-hmm. and they won a bowl game. So they did really well. They come into the – and, again, it's always a season previous. It's previous. This is a 2018 season. So they come into it ranked pretty high. I think they started the, I think they started in the Juco rankings. Fifth um, in the nation, I think. Fifth – you're correct. Fifth yeah. in the nation. Um, and, look, spoiler alert. We'll just call it what it is. Uh they won their first game and then they fucked off like seven or eight games in a row. And then they end up finishing two and eight, if I'm not mistaken, if that was the their final record. And basically, yeah, it was just a sorry season, a lot of drama. Mm. Um, him him cutting coaches, uh, firing actually firing coaches, cutting players, um, and all that shit. A whole lot of drama. And then at the end at the end of it, you know, he's basically asked to resign because they had a German exchange student that came over. He said some fucked up shit about, you know, being being his Hitler and all this shit. And, you know, he communicates with a lot of his players via text. Um, he uh, Coach Brown has been accused, again, allegedly, he's been accused ac- ac- of... Accusations. Accusations, you know what I'm saying, of uh, blackmail and identity theft. Mm. Apparently he was posing, this is again, allegedly, he's posing as an attorney from the, the, the world-famous Johnny Cochran Law Firm, right. um, sending cease and desist emails to the Montgomery County Chronicle, which is the county where Independence is, right. um, over an editorial over um, that covered the fight that you'll that you'll see in the season if you haven't seen it already, where um, the fight between Independence and Garden City. There was a rivalry there because uh, Coach Brown used to coach at Garden City, mm-hmm. and then he left. And we know there's a lot of shit talking that there tends to be with rivalries, and right. then Garden City ends up ends up winning the game. Um, similar to previous seasons, again, the school like that and Garden City and a lot of similar programs, it's made up of kids who have Division One talent, but Division fucking four negative twelve focus. Right? Yeah, and yeah, the fucking NAIA focus and shit, where they got to damn near wash their own uniforms. And you know, it's a lot of kids that either fucked off their grades, they got in trouble off the field, um, or some of them are you know injury shit like that. 
And um, you know, it's uh, it's it's just it's it's very fascinating to see their stories, obviously. Um, but what we want to go in deeper than just like talking about the shit, because really a lot of storylines are the same. Some kids make it, some kids don't. Right. Um, as far as you know, JB, you you really you know going back really full throw into coaching, which is what you've wanted to do for some time. Now you're very active with the Gilbert program now at this point. Um, what did you see in terms of? I really want to get your perspective in terms of like. You know, working with 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 other coaches when you're a position coach and the hierarchy of coaches at that level and how, you know, cats communicate and how you're really able to build a program where you're on the same page. Because as you'll see, as you continue to watch it, as the season goes on, you know, the losing really kind of reveals their character Mm -hmm. and they're really kind of shitty with each other and, you know, kind of, you know, chatting behind people's backs and shit like that. How do you how do you take it as far as like being a position coach but also being able to work with the head coach and the, and the coordinators and, and, and things like that well one of the reasons why I, I, I coach for the man that I coach for because he's a really good dude he's not egotistical he's about winning he's about developing young men and making them better young men which in the big long run the big huge picture that's what it should be when you have a dictator he said it right on it so he is a hitler you know what I'm saying? Because he's a dictator. He's not. He's not a, a, a in a leadership role where he's like, you know what? I'm trying to hear this. I'm trying to hear that to make this whole situation better. It's like it's my way to fucking highway. All right? It's motherfucking Stalin. You know what I'm saying? Like that's 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 his his mo. That's what he wants to be. That's who he wants to be. He wants to be um, the head motherfucker in charge with no other words or no other. Uh, uh, suggestions or anything from from assistant coaches is going to help him do his job better. So that's hard. That guy, I watched him last year, and I remember saying I could never coach for this dude because as brilliant as a mind as he is offensively, he's just a fucking idiot who tries to be super hard all the time because he's from Compton, California. So I know a lot of cats from Compton, California who are not, you know, they're hard. You know, they're going to hold up for theirs. They're not stupid. You know what I'm saying? And that's just what he is to me. He's, he's extremely stupid, air, uh, just a fucking airhead. Uh, and he, you know, the whole losing your temper to the point where you can't even think thing. That's what fucking kids do. You know what I'm saying? That's what kids exactly. do. Blacking out, everybody. Blacking out, they call it. He blacks out right. all the time. That's what right. little kids do. You know what I'm saying? That's what that's what quote-unquote teenagers do. Oh, I blacked out. Nah. Just act a fool. Okay, well, that, you know, you don't get no, no repercussions at that point. Not really, seriously. But a grown-ass man, you know what I'm saying, is well into his, what, his 40s. Like, you get to the point where you say things and do things, you know what I'm saying, to people and say things to people that are just detrimental to your job. Like, how dumb are you? And, like, with, with kids, you have to be, because kids are so fucking sensitive nowadays. You know, like, that's, they're just, they, I mean, I hate to use the word bitches, but that's what they are. A lot of them are like, you know what I'm saying, like, super tough motherfuckers. Sensitive thugs, they all need hugs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Shout out to Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause that 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 line that quote comes to mind all day every day when I think about all these kids, you know what I'm saying? I work with my kids all day every day, but uh, it's just different. It, it, it more so when I was at Crenshaw than I at Gilbert. You know what I'm saying? I don't have a lot of fake tough guys at Gilbert because these kids, you know, they're tough kids. You know what I'm saying? But they just they, they don't have to grow up in an environment where 
they're tough all the time. You know, they ain't got to right. they ain't got to be banging on breakfast and Gilbert. You know, what I'm right? Saying? And, and and let's keep it a buck. It is a different environment where it is a different thing. When you, we've talked about this on, yeah. on the podcast and off, right. you can tell kids that have been that have been almost exclusively raised by women as opposed to having some sort of male figure in their life, even right. if it isn't always their their direct father. Right, right. You can Let tell. Let it out. It's so, usually those kids who have, like you said, the sensitive thug mentality. Right, it's exactly. usually those kids. Exactly. So it's, it's, it's a super fine line. And uh, when it comes to coaching and trying to maintain that toughness and that tough love, as we call it, and coaching kids hard, and it's, it's, it's difficult because you don't know the kids that are going to fold up or the ones that are going to accept it or the ones that are just going to flat out rebel because you raised your voice at them. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. with, with the last chance you thing, a lot of these children – have to understand that nothing's going to be given to them. And there's a huge sense of entitlement to all these kids. And I'm going to go back and I'm going to blame it on uh, fucking under the radar. And I'm going to blame it on all of these little sites that are making money off these children. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That are making about it. big, big money off these children. Yeah, that ad con- revenue. Right. They yep. constantly fucking post their, their videos on their, on their sites and all this other shit, the opening, and you know what I'm saying, the fucking uh, under the radar, which are the two biggest ones. Um, and it's like, bro, like you, you making these kids celebrities and superstars to the point where they feel like, you know, things should be given to them, and like yeah. they don't feel like they have to work. And but that's what you see when you look at a last chance. You you look at yeah. a bunch of kids that have been babied and spoon fed their whole life because they were the star of whatever football team they were on. And you get that. And then they, they don't want to be coached hard, but then you got an idiot for a coach who, who you know, even though, like, I, I, I do believe he really, you know, saying genuinely cares about those kids, but, but communication, the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? His, pro, his approach yeah, is, is not if, great. If, yeah. if, if you don't know how to properly communicate with the, the kid that you're talking to, then that's going to be a problem. Like, I know all of my children on my team, and I know who I can fuck with, and I know who I can't fuck with. You know what I'm saying? Meaning that, like, I can joke with this kid about certain things, but I can't joke with him about certain other things. Nothing inappropriate. But like even just his his what he just did on the football field, you know what I'm saying? I can joke with certain kids about oh you, yeah you fucked that up, you know what I'm saying? Like but then you say that to right. another one and they're like oh you know they fold up and go into a tent, you know what I'm saying? So and I've only been around my kids for shit, you know what I'm saying? A matter of months. But same thing, with Crenshaw, you know what I'm saying? And the same thing watching other coaches, you have to know how to deal. You know we say know your personnel, and this dude didn't know his personnel, you know, or he didn't care to know him, you know what I'm saying? Right. It was just his way of the fucking highway. So if the kid fucked up, if the kid crossed him, you know what I'm saying, he cussed the kid to hell and, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and that would be that. You know what I'm saying? It wouldn't really be no apologies. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, basically you telling the kid, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck you. Right. You, know, you know, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. That's pretty much all he should have been saying to these kids because, you know, he he's that type of cat. And that's, that's sad. That's sad. I know some really tough coaches now. I know some really tough coaches, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but but they're very loving men. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to making sure these kids do what the fo- do, do do what they're supposed to do outside of their respective sport. Oh yeah, listen. There, there's a fine line between there's a fine line between tough and disrespect, and I think in in many cases he's he's definitely crossed that not only with his players and with um, his coaches as well and you really see that dynamic especially in the season because he even says it at the end at the end of the last episode where where he's kind of going over his time there the three years that he had there he's like you know i wanted to win the national title but at the end of the day we won the league title we won the first bowl game in how many years and i sent over 
a hundred kids uh, to Division One, and I think that's his, I really I think some coaches, and you see it not only in football but in basketball and other sports, where some coaches are truly really good coaches, and some coaches are really good recruiters. And I think he's a really good recruiter. He knows how to get a lot of those kids um, to his program. And you know, I think the thing about it is um, that it really shows that kind of dynamic in terms of where these guys are at with um where they're all you know it's 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 so interesting bro at this, at this juco level because if you think about it and they say they admit this on the show yeah. that um they're all that being at independence community college is all a stepping stone for them right, right. the coaches right, want to move on to d1 yeah, right. and the players want to move on to d1 right. so when you when you see that from someone who who has played at a high level and is coaching at a high level and will continue to get to a high level as where you got as a player how do you view that where it's like damn like we're like you know you're trying to build a culture like you talk about in a team but it's like fuck everybody everybody's looking at this as like Ain't no way in hell I'm trying to come back here for another year. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, but that, but that's understood, man. Like where you're at, that's where that's what's understood. That should be an unwritten law, right? Of where you are, and as a coach, as a head coach, yeah, you want your your guys to stay, you know, familiar with you when it comes to your coaching staff. You want guys that that you know and that you trust, and but you know you're gonna have to understand that if you got a contract to be at a certain at a school at a JUCO for five years. And you probably gonna end up having a coaching change like at least once every year. At least two coaches a year are gonna move on. They're gonna go do something, or get a better job, or, you know what I'm saying? Like so on and so forth. So you can't get mad about that. These kids nowadays can just go and be and do what they wanna do when it comes to like leaving schools and going to this school and going to that school. And these kids are there. He knows that though. He'll say it like the reason why you're here is to get your ass graduated and get out of here. Like so. That, and that's one thing I don't understand about JUCO, right? Um, coach, college coaches don't give a damn how successful your JUCO is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, I'll be I'll be naive or, or just flat out stupid to say that okay, the better the JUCO, the better talent you're gonna have. You know what I'm saying? So of course they gonna go pecking around. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the Independence in Kansas, you know what I'm saying? The, uh, the what's the Southeast in Mississippi? You know what I'm saying? Uh, the couple of JUCOs, you know what I'm saying? In California that they have, you know what I'm saying, how they tout it, like, of course, they're going to go snooping around those first because they're successful, you know what I'm saying, but as a JUCO coach, you have to understand that this is this is the territory that you're dealing with, so when you sign that contract or whatever, you, however many of your contract, and he got a big one, you know, they paid him to come over there, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. they paid him to come over there and quote-unquote change that school, so, yeah, you got to understand that this is how it's going to happen, right? I'm going to have guys leave me on my coaching staff. I'm going to have guys that are stupid and ain't going to do right that are going to get kicked off the team. I got guys that are, you know what I'm saying, that that, that ain't going to do right and that are going to fuck up my games. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I'm not saying that you got you got to conform to that shit, but you, I'm not going to lose my job, you know what I'm saying, over some kid that don't want to do right. You know what I'm going to do? It's another kid that really wants to get to Division One. Okay, this kid going to play, right? Yep. If you don't want to play and if you don't like the rules, you don't want to play, get the fuck on. You know, get your ass to fuck on. It's a million JUCOs you can go to between LA and, and Kansas. You know what I'm saying? And Texas and Mississippi. Yeah, you can find somebody to go play JUCO if you want to, but you're not going to play here because you know I, I can't deal with your stupidity. But right. yeah, you know what I'm saying. But I mean, it's all for the glitz and glamour of Last Chance You, and of course, all the kids want to go there because of Last Chance You. Mm-hmm. And 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 it's 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 just sad, super unfortunate that 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 man. Had to had to be the man to have certain success at that school, 
Because it could have happened to a way better dude. You know what I'm saying? Right. It could have yeah. happened to a way better man. You know what I'm saying? That 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 still could be there making a name for himself. Uh, like, I mean, the coach in Mississippi, East Mississippi, he's a, a, a douchebag, but he's a little less of a douchebag than the one over here, the Brown Cat. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Brown right. Cat is like, he's just a fucking, a crook, a coaching, a, a crook coaching. That's all he is. You know what I'm saying? He's a, he's a fucking wannabe thug or can't let his little thug days go from Compton. And he's he's just a fucking crook that coaches. The cat, the cat in East Mississippi, he's he I, I, he's a very passionate coach. You can tell by the way that they talk uh, when they're alone and, and, and the things that they say. He just has a fucking temper. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. Yeah, he wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't. He wasn't going over the line with doing some wild shit about nah, nah. you know the sh- you know the shit with the the fucking uh, you know uh, trying to trying to you know fake like he's an attorney to, to get us to get a story taken down about a fight that actually happened right. and you know you know you know like basically you know saying some wild shit like you said like like i was saying a second ago like there's a fine line between that tough love and disrespect and if you start saying some like wild out of pocket shit you know like a german kid like i'm gonna be your new hitler like dude you don't say like right. yeah, that's you don't say shit, that yeah. you don't say that to german people dude right. that's that to them like that's to them it's not quite the equivalent, but that 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 would be like him looking at a black player and, and calling him the N word. Like to them, that's what the, you can't say shit right, like that yeah, to German no, people. They're just, like, "Are you serious?" It. Yeah. Right. So like, when you when you cross when you cross the line, like like you said, that's that's it's a difference between having a temper and and, and being a crook. You know, that's that's a real thing. Yeah, just being a and fucking then, blatant asshole. Right. Exactly. A blatant fucking asshole is a good way to put it. And then finally, bro, from a player's perspective, um, you know, and obviously with your career, again, Southern Miss to the top. And then, of course, you, you, you were fortunate enough to, to able to make it to the next level and have and have a, a good career. And obviously the reviewers who've been rocking with us understand that. And if not, do your research. Right. You know, so you, you didn't necessarily have to go through every college kid has their shit. We understand that. But right. you never you never were in a position where you're like, damn. I you know I, I fucked off this opportunity now now I'm at East Mississippi Community College. Oh. So from their perspective, if you had to give advice, you know, give advice to someone who has been a student athlete and obviously played the next level and is a coach now, to those kids that maybe if they're listening, they can they can it can finally get through their head that they need to do right. What would you? What are just like two or three things that you that are they're practical things that they could take with them to really make sure they can go on to the next place they want to be. I mean, as a coach, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I coach at Juco, I would just constantly remind players of what could be. You know what I'm saying? Or what could not be. Uh, I would constantly remind players where they're from. I would constantly remind players of their past. I would constantly remind players of, of, of the, the, the bad that they've done. Not to, to harp on it, but just to, to, to remind them, like, look, man, you know, where you at right now is the result of you not doing this or you doing this. So, and if you start fucking around, while you're here and I'm seeing the same shit that got you here, then that's telling me that that you either are dumb and can't learn or hard-headed and refuse to learn. You know what I'm saying? There's a difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. You know, and, and somebody who, who refused to learn is stupid. Right? That that's that's the definition of stupid to me. A person that refuses to learn from their mistakes or learn things that are coming to them new is stupid. Alright? I would constantly remind them not to be stupid. And I would constantly remind them how special they are. Like, like you special. Like, you got this talent, this special talent that most people don't have. And as, as much as we see high school football being thrown in our face right now, it's still a very small percentage of those kids that are elite athletes that are really going to get a chance to go to Division One schools. 
and that have that talent, and I would constantly remind them how special they are. Now, are you going to get through to every one of them? No. But, you know, you can, you, you go try to save all of them, you know what I'm saying, but you, you won't be able to save all of them. So, I, those are just two things I do. I constantly remind them of, of what they did to get where they are, especially if they continue to do the same thing. And I would just constantly remind them how special they are and how privileged they are to be able to get a, diff- a chance to try it again and to, to a chance to learn from their mistakes and put it behind them, put it on their, on their back burner and make them understand that's not who you are. Or if that's, if that's who you were, it ain't who you got to continue to be. Like, a lot of kids that I coach in L.A., a lot of kids that, you know, they, they have to be a certain way in the hood. Or, they, or they're going to get beat up, picked on, shot, killed, you know what I'm saying, whatever, whatever. So they have to be, and I hate to say it, but it's kind of like on, on middle society, you know what I'm saying? Like Kane mm-hmm. said about the little kid Anthony, like, you got to be hard going up out here. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of what it is. These inner city kids have to be, they have to act a certain way at all times, but they ain't got to define you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can hold up for yourself and be a man and protect yourself and all that shit, but you ain't got to, you know, and they got def- that that can't define who you are. Exactly. Like if you you can't you can't have that mentality when you're when you're in an environment where that where some of those some of that that shield, if you will, isn't needed. Like you see you see you see like you said the difference between not being able to comprehend it and, or and the difference between um, just not doing it. Like right. you see and you see every season of this show, you see the kids that are in the classroom and they still got their little shield up and they're just not doing they're just not doing the work right. necessary just to be able to get the grades to actually right. compl- and they got they literally they're literally on the phone lying to recruiters saying oh yeah my grades are straight and they right. got three F's exactly and it's like yo you're lying to recruiters man you're gonna fuck off that opportunity right. even if it is Illinois State or Arkansas State or <sighs> whatever it's, yeah it's a yeah state. it's a, it's an opportunity to play college at I mean play the sports you love at the next level. All right. right, so don't take that for granted, and it's just like, like you said about the whole grade situation. Like you can't have one without the other. But then you're looking at again, you're looking at schools that pass these kids because they're a star athlete, and so on and so forth. And it's fucked up. It's bad rap because people think that that's how I got through it. How you know a lot? No, 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 no. You know what I'm saying? I might not have been the most 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 scholastic son of a bitch in the world. But nah, when it came to handling the business that I need to handle, you know what I'm saying, for, for school, we did that. Graduated high school with above a three, you know what I'm saying, and then graduated with college above a three. But, you know, was I a dumbass and at one point? And the key word, graduate. Right. You graduated. Right. Was I, was I a dumbass at one point? Yeah, my first semester, I had a 1.8. You know what I'm saying? Because I was fucking wild. You know what I'm saying? But that was time management, right? And like I was refusing to go to class and all that shit, it was just that I wasn't managing my time very well because I didn't know how to do it. Well, mm-hmm. I lived and I learned. Right, mm-hmm. that's 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 not stupidity. That's that's just a normal human being that learns from his mistakes. And like, unlike some guys that I know that were stupid that I went to college with, uh, and most of them is funny because most of them were JUCO transfers that that came over with with, with whatever for whatever reason, thinking that they wooty wooty woo. And I don't know, you know, I just don't get it. It's just a mentality, and I just think now I think about a lot of cats that I, that I played with Southern Miss with JUCO transfers were were just fucking idiots. Like wanted to do things their way, and you know those were the guys that were coming through smoking weed and drinking like crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like we all drank in college, but you know what I'm saying? Like weed is something I never really messed with in college. 
You know what I'm saying? It was just a drink, baby. You know what I'm saying? We, mm-hmm. we, we got out with the drink and it's college shit. Mm-hmm. So, the Juco cats are the ones that came through want to smoke all the time and you know what I'm saying? So on and so forth. And, you know what I'm saying? I understand they really shit to do with the Juco, but goddamn, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, what are you trying to accomplish here? Now, this, this is the, the, the question I have for these young men. What exactly are you trying to accomplish? Are, are you there just because you, you, you just, you, you want to keep playing football and this is, the, this is the only way you can? Or are you looking past today and saying, okay, I'm here because of this reason, so I'm going to grind it out mm-hmm. and I'm going to do what's required so that I can get where I want to be? Like, what, what's your purpose? What's your plan? Why are you there? And a lot of those kids at on Last Chance U weren't getting asked that. They were just That's getting, real. yeah, they were just getting motherfucked, you know what I'm saying, and making sure that their grades were a certain way and so on and so forth. Like, right. I'm, I'm, I'm on, I guess that would be the third thing I would do with kids, like constantly ask them, like, why the fuck are you here? Like, why are you here? If you want to be an asshole and go smoke weed and talk back, you know what I'm saying, and 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 talk about how how coaches ain't doing you right and and all that shit, man, you go to the real world. You can do that to your homeboys complaining about your manager. You know what I'm saying, right? Like, Right. You, can, you can do that shit in the real world, like, because right now you're not in the real world. You are in the football world. You right. are in the student athlete world, which is a great fucking world to be in. Right. It is a phenomenal world to be in. You know, a lot of kids would give you they give their fucking left nut. You know what I'm saying, boys? You know what I'm saying to be in that football or that scholastic athlete world. Mm-hmm. Like, please. And so I would yeah. constantly ask them, like, what is your goal? What is your purpose for being here? Are uh, you here to motherfucking make Juco a lifelong thing? Or are you here as a, using this as a stepping stone, knowing that you had to be here because of things that you did in your past and and use this for what it's for and get the fuck on? Like, you done already wasted two years of your life, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, you done already wasted two years of your life because you didn't do what you were supposed to do you're supposed to do it. Now you fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, here, here, here go the years and now you fucking up. Right. You're doing the same shit you did to get here. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Listen, young reviewers, he, heed these words, because these, these can save you a lot of grief on the Man. back end, especially if you're trying to play Division One and possibly beyond if you truly do have that talent. But, you know, do 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 what you, as the old saying goes, do what you need to do so you can do what you want to do. Man, and, please, you know, hey, young people, understand this. You know what I'm saying? What a man does is what he has to do until he does what he wants to do. All right, mm-hmm. that's what a man does. You know, what I'm saying that's what any that's what any human being should do. Yep. Straight up, you should do what you what you have to do until you can you can until you're able to you're blessed to be able to do what you want to do. Yeah. Like, don't be dumb, man. Like, you got some sacrifice is the word. All right, that's the key word that these young people have to understand. Sacrificing. I talk to get kids on my team that I hear about that are drinking and smoking and shit. Like, yo, you got the rest of your fucking life to do that if you want to. Straight up. You got the rest of your life to do that if you want to, but right now you have a skill and you're blessed physically to be able to do this. So do it. You love it. Don't act like you don't love it because you, you come to practice every day, you sweating and dying and workouts and you know what I'm saying? Like, don't act like you don't love it because you're here because you love it. So mm-hmm. show me the other side of love. You know what I'm saying? Show me that distant side of love. You can love a motherfucker and cheat on the bitch constantly. <laughs> like... You know what I'm saying? That's basically what you do in the football. You know what I'm saying? When you when you you give it all you got on the football field, and and when you, once you leave the football field, then you over there fucking around in class, and you ain't going to class, and you doing dumb shit like stealing and shit. Like that's that's basically what you're doing. Tell, telling the bitch you love her, 
And as soon as you get away from it, you motherfucking fucking Sally C and Jane. <laughs> right. <laughs> so don't be. Come on, baby, please, yeah. please, don't, don't, baby. Yeah, don't don't be. You know, don't be a don't be a, a man of infidel. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Be faithful to that bitch. Football football will take care of you. She's a faithful. Football is a bitch that will love you and take care of you for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? Just like any sport that people respect the sport that people play. If you love that bitch and you treat her right. That bitch end up loving you for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, exactly. But if you but if you don't love her, like Brian and Knight said, if you, if you don't want her, don't waste your time. All right? Uh, Brian McKnight reference. Holy shit. Oh, good song. That, that motherfucker. Yeah, you're right. If good you song. don't want her, don't waste your time. <laughs> yeah, I'll take uh, her. Yeah, baby. Younger viewers, heed these words. Um, that's it for uh, this episode. Um, again, uh, reviewers, we love you. JB, normally I ask you um, if you have anything else for the people out there. I actually have a specific question I would like uh-huh. to ask you. Access, I know, I, I know you believe in the and yep, aliens and everything. Yeah, buddy. There's been a lot of chatter about this Area 51 shit. So I want to know if Dr. Jeremy Eugene Bridges, the Thoid Esquire, was at the gates of Area 51, and you met a real-life alien. Green, spaceship, the whole shit. Hell, they might have three titties. I don't know what the fuck they look like. Nonetheless, if you met an alien, what is the one question that you would ask an extraterrestrial, an alien from outer space? How many of you motherfuckers is out there? Uh, That's what I want to effective question. That's what I want to know. How many of you motherfuckers out there? Because if it's, if I'm talking to one alien, he know where all the aliens at. You know what I'm saying? You know that. You know they know where other uh, other galaxies is at. If they travel to our galaxy, the Milky Way, you know what I'm saying, to do what they do and they end up getting fucking popped, they know where other aliens is at. That's what I want to know. How many of you motherfuckers out there? Is there another world comparable to the one you're in? Is it like this? Is it, you know, the cities and all this other shit? Like... What's going on out there? That's basically what it, in a generality, you know what I'm saying? What, what's, what's really happening out there, you know what I'm saying, in space, in a galaxy far, far away? What's what's really popping out there? What about you, Ben? What, was, what would you ask OET in these streets? Um, how, uh, How's that drink out there? That's what I asked. They got that motherfucker, that, that glow-in-the-dark shit. Yeah, that, that total ooh, recall. That, that, ooh, that ooh-wee, if you will. Right, that total recall. You know what I'm saying? That total recall. That total recall. You fucking gave you oh, drink, got, the drink smoking and shit. Motherfucker, <laughs> I got this drink called total recall, god damn it. What the fuck is that? You, you'll find out, motherfucker. That fucker will be a strand of weed before you know it. I know, right? Total recall. Your face oh. starts to melt and shit. Oh, my God. Quaid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Quaid. Oh, my Quaid, God. Quaid, nigga. God fucking dead. I fucking folded in half when you said that shit. Total recall. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Oh, man. Reviewers, um, that's it. We love you. JB and Benny Blue Review Podcast. Love Follow you. us love at JB you. and Benny Blue. JB and Benny Blue Review.com. We're on available on all streaming platforms, and that's it. Until next week, we love you. Be love safe. You. Make good choices, people. That's the theme of this episode. Make decisions. good choices. Make great decisions in life. You know what I'm saying? Don't be afraid to be different. Young men, don't be afraid to be the man. All right? There's a lot of responsibility coming being a man. Don't be afraid to be the man. There it With is. that being said, we'll holler y'all on the next go round. Yes, indeed. We out. Peace. Peace.
If you have loved ones that rely on your income, you need life insurance. But finding the best quote shouldn't take a lifetime. With Policy Genius, you could save 50% or more by comparing quotes from America's top insurers. First, head to policygenius.com. In minutes, Policy Genius will compare prices starting at as little as $1 a day. You might even be eligible to fast track your coverage with a no exam policy. Once you apply, the Policy Genius team handles all the paperwork and red tape. If you have any questions, their team of licensed independent experts is on hand to help. In fact, Policy Genius's award winning service has a five star rating across thousands of reviews on Trustpilot and Google. Make today the day you cross life insurance off your list and get protection for your loved ones. You could save 50% or more by comparing quotes. To get covered, head to policygenius.com today. Ah, Mondays. Just became Mondays. Mondays just got more exciting. Powerball now draws three days a week. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.